Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, sorry, Series 3, Episode 2 of this Daily Study Podcast. I'll have to get out of the uh, habit of saying Series 2. Today we are beginning, or continuing really, our study of the December 28th to January the 3rd, Doctrine and Covenants Section 1, Hearken, O Ye People Section. And um, so yesterday we kind of covered the background and context and historical um, kind of position of this section. And today we're going to dive into the actual section itself. Um, I've decided that we're going to this week stick with the um, the kind of structure or guidance that's given in the manual rather than going through just set verses 1 to 39 in, in, in order. Uh, we're going to take it like a topic at a time. So the first one we're looking at today uh, is God speaks through his servants and his words will be fulfilled in verses 1 to 6, 23 to 24 and 37 to 39. So obviously this section teaches a number of principles and concepts. Uh, it's, it's actually packed with, with uh, the, the principles that it teaches. However, uh, the one that we're going to focus on today is how the Lord speaks through his servants and all things the Lord speaks will be fulfilled. Now, um, in the beginning, in verses one to six, we see a few, quite a few things the Lord says unto us. Um, he tells us all to hearken. And this word hearken uh, comes up um, a couple of times in that first verse. And of course, through previous study, we've learned that hearken means to listen and do. Um, so he's telling his the people of his church and all people from afar to listen and do the words that are said in this introduction, in this preface. Um and then he begins to talk about how um, the things that are done uh, in the world will be will be known. And in verse four, it says, and the voice of warning shall be unto all people by the mouths of my disciples, whom I have chosen in these last days. So he's kind of beginning with a very forceful beginning that um, the things that are said in this book need to be heard because today's the last day. This is the time to act. Um and in April 2017, in a talk called The Voice of Warning, um, Elder D. Todd Christopherson said this, quote, The Lord has declared, the voice of warning shall be unto all people. As watchmen and disciples, we cannot be neutral about this more excellent way. As Ezekiel, we cannot see the sword coming upon the land and blow not the trumpet. This is not to say that we should bang on our neighbour's door and stand in the public square shouting, Repent! Truly, when you think about it, we have in the restored gospel what people deep down really want. So the warning voice is generally not only civil, but in the psalmist's phrase, it is a joyful noise, close quote. I think that I could do better with this, and I'm sure many of you listening feel that you could probably do better with this, to be a voice of warning. Because let's not forget that in the verse that we just read, it says, by the mouths of his disciples, whom he has chosen. Now, at first, my um, initial thought was that that referred to, you know, the, the 12 apostles. But of course, when this was given, um, and I'll have to double check the context and the, the timing of things, I don't believe that the 12 apostles had yet been called um, only 18 months after the church. Although I could be wrong on that, so don't quote me on that. Um, that but we are all disciples of Christ. And so we are all um, part of being this voice of warning. Do we say what we have? Do we speak to others about what joy has been brought into our lives by the gospel? And do we in- invite them to partake of it? Um, you know, I know I, I know that our prophet, President Russell M. Nelson, has been encouraging us to do this in more creative ways, particularly using social media and through our example and many things like that. But we need to be doing that. Otherwise, you know, it's not going to get very far. 
Um, in verse uh, 23, we read about how the gospel will be proclaimed. It says that the fullness of my gospel might be proclaimed by the weak and the simple unto the ends of the world and before kings and rulers. Sometimes we may wonder how um, and uh, well, how the Lord has chosen us and it may, be over, it may be even chosen other people that we are aware of uh, to lead the church. Um, in verse 24, he continues and says, Behold, I am God and I've spoken it. These commandments are of me and were given unto my servants in their weakness after the manner of their language. They might come to understanding. It's clear here that it, the Lord is saying that, you know, all of us are not perfect. Um, and we are often referred to the weak and the simple things. Uh, the ones who are called to do his work are often called the weak and simple things of this world. Um, but I think we need to remember that because we, we often apply it with some uh, love and care to ourselves and say that we're not perfect. But then we look at people, particularly in the history of the church, and the um, the leaders of that early early period, and because we don't see the world that they're in, because we don't know the context in which they did many of their things that they chose to do, we probably judge them a little bit more harshly, and we forget that they were also weak and simple things of the world. They were also imperfect people, and we I think that as we start to study the history of the church, it'll be important to remember that that these people. People like the prophet Joseph Smith and many others um, who <clears throat> were part of laying the foundation of this great church, the, the of Christ church, whilst they were laying down Christ's government, um, they were not perfect. And there was mistakes made because, again, they were not perfect. Um, <clears throat> and so that'll be something to remember as we go through. We skip ahead to the verse 37 and 38. And these are probably the two well-known verses from this section about um, hearing the voice of the servants and they and them being the same as the Lord's voice. First, in verse 37, it says, Search these commandments, for they are true and faithful, and the prophecies and promises which are in them shall all be fulfilled. The Lord invites us. This is the Lord himself inviting all people, people of the church and people who are listening at this time, to read these words. And we'll see that the, that the prophecies and promises will be fulfilled. It is no good having this book of scripture and not studying it, not reading it. Um, and we need to remember that the Lord himself is inviting us to read these words, which is a powerful invitation. In October 1992, in a talk called Coming Unto Christ by Searching the Scriptures, Elder Merrill J. Bateman said this, quote, In order to come unto Christ and be perfected in him, each person needs to receive a testimony of the Lord's words. Some individuals falter because they fail to open the books. Others, because they read casually. As one would expect, there is a difference between diligent search, searching or pondering over the scriptures and casual reading. Close quote. Now, of course, um, I, I'm aware that those people listening to this podcast are probably those who are doing more than just reading casually. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to a podcast like this. Uh, and so perhaps I'm, I'm preaching to the converted here. But I would invite you to share this with others um, and not necessarily those that you think aren't studying, because, of course, that would then be you judging other people. And, you know, for all well, you know, those people that you think aren't studying as much as they should, maybe, well, maybe are doing more than yourself. But what I would do is invite you to share this podcast and any other great resources that you use uh, with others so that they can search the scriptures more diligently and fully and drink deeply from the, de the depths of the, the spirit that they have. In verse 38, the Lord then says, 
What I, the Lord, have spoken, I have spoken, and I excuse not myself. And though the heavens and the earth pass away, my word shall not pass away, but all shall all be fulfilled. Whether by mine own voice or by the voice of my servants, it is the same. So there is that uh, well-known phrase that we need to remember that the Lord's teaching is the same as the servant's teaching. But again, remembering that the Lord has underlined throughout this section that he knows that his servants are not perfect, um, but he is working with what he has. And, you know, he still loves us enough to do that. Um, you know, you just think about yourself when you're perhaps in a leadership position or you have an important responsibility at work. And sometimes you're tempted to do everything that involves that responsibility all by yourself because you think you can do it best. Well, the Lord shows another way. He could perfectly lead this church. He could set the foundation of the restoration, lay it all out if he did it himself and do it in a perfect way. But he knows that's not how we grow. He invites others to lead and to, and to develop and to grow themselves in the leadership of his church. And it's not done perfectly. And there is great offense given to many because of imperfect people. But he still allows it to happen because he knows that that is how we grow. Casey Paul Griffiths uh, said this, quote, In the closing words of the Revelation, the Lord underlines one of the important themes in the Doctrine and Covenants. His servants, though imperfect men and women, are given the authority to act on his behalf and to carry his message to the nations. The Revelation serves as a perfect opening to a volume of scripture containing the Lord's words to the people in the latter days. The weakness of his servants will be evident, but also glory and power will be found whenever faithful men and women receive a call to act on behalf of God to bring about his purposes. Close quote. I think that's fantastic. It really underlines why the Lord does this, uh, why he allows the, us to lead, even though we are not perfect, because it is the way that we learn and grow. And it's the way that has been set forth through the generations of his gospel. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Um, please do uh, continue to listen. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session. We've come follow me. You can also email ldsstudysession at gmail.com um, if you have any feedback or if you'd like to join on a future podcast episode yourselves. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.